Welcome to Hope's Garden and the Bridegroom Speaks podcast with Laura Ercolino. The pierced heart of Jesus, the price paid for our redemption. John 19, 33-37 Since it was the day of preparation, and so that the bodies would not remain on the cross on the Sabbath, for that Sabbath was a high holy day, the Jews asked Pilate that their legs might be broken and that they might be taken away. So the soldiers came and broke the legs of the first and of the other who had been crucified with him. But when they came to Jesus and saw that he was already dead, they did not break his legs. But one of the soldiers pierced his side with a spear, and at once there came out blood and water. He who saw it has borne witness. His testimony is true, and he knows that he is telling the truth, that you also may believe. For these things took place that the scripture might be fulfilled. Not one of his bones will be broken. And another scripture says, they will look on him whom they have pierced. St. Francis de Sales begins his meditation with a biblical narration. And I'm going to just read an excerpt of that. To hasten death, the soldiers break the legs of the crucified, thereby impeding their ability to push themselves up in order to take a breath. But the legs of Jesus do not need to be broken. The soldiers know he is already dead. They saw and heard him yield his spirit of his own volition. Still, they have to ascertain the finality of their cruel work. So one of the soldiers pierces his side with a spear, thrusting the lance with military precision toward the most vital human organ, the heart, in an effort to probe for signs of life. Those signs appear at once in the blood and water that comes out from the opened wound, torn by a soldier's spear, but also ruptured by the physical and emotional agonies suffered throughout his passion. The sacred heart of Jesus here offers a conclusive revelation the very stuff of his heart, disclosing in visible ways the invisible mystery of life and love. Flowing from Jesus' body, the blood that gives vitality to life, and the water that washes clean with compassion, reveal the truth of who Jesus is and the price he has paid for our redemption. Henceforth, all who look on him can see not only the agony of what transpired that day on Calvary, but also the superabundance of love that comprises the meaning and significance of the Good Friday event. 
Now they who believe in that truth can obtain salvation from him whose sacred heart was opened that day. From his wounds, grace continues to pour forth in prayer and in the celebration of the sacraments of the church, which the blood and water symbolize. From that single thrust of a spear comes the inextinguishable force of the sacred heart and the enduring image of divine compassion and mercy that will inspire believers for ages to come. If love is, as St. Francis de Sales insists, the abridgment of all theology, then it can be said that the crucified Christ, and in particular, the pierced heart of Christ, is the abridgment of all his thoughts on the theology of hearts. That theology sees in the crucified Christ the source of life and the origin of love. For St. Francis de Sales, the pulsing heart of the child in Mary's womb that led John the Baptist to leap for joy in the womb of Elizabeth first points to the new life Jesus brings. That is to say, a life more perfect and more pleasing to God, a life which will render men and women capable of uniting themselves more closely to divine goodness. The pierced heart of Jesus on the cross then purchases that life for humanity. Our Lord possesses a life that is not common and small, but a super abundant life to the end that every person participates in it and lives from the same life, which is that of grace, entirely perfect and entirely lovable. But for us to acquire this life, our Lord purchased it for us at the price of his blood and by the lance in his side. Therefore, our life is not our own, but his. We are no longer our own, but his. And that's a quote from St. Francis de Sales. Our Lord possesses a life that is not common and small, but a super abundant life. And he died that we may all participate in that super abundant life. The life of grace. The foundation of St. Francis de Sales spirituality is the super abundant life and love at the foundation of a universe of interconnected hearts. The image of the pierced heart of Jesus remains central to DeSales and serves a twofold spiritual purpose. On the one hand, God looks outward from the pierced heart to gaze upon the world and those dwelling in it. God the Father 
looks through the pierced heart of his son to gaze upon you. Francis de Sales wrote, God's love is seated within the Savior's heart as on a royal throne. He beholds through the cleft of his pierced side all the hearts of the children of men. His heart is king of hearts, and he keeps his eyes fixed on our hearts. Just as those who peer through a lattice see clearly while they themselves are only half seen, so too the divine love within that heart, or rather the very heart of divine love, always clearly sees our hearts and looks on them with eyes of love, while we do not see him, but only half see him. It's all about the heart. He's concerned with your heart, the wounds of your heart, the desires of your heart, the healing of your heart. It's from the heart that all else flows. And he comes to us, like in this painting of the Sacred Heart, and so many paintings of the Sacred Heart, holding out his heart in his hand, offering his very heart, the heart that is divine love, to each one of us, calling to us to come, to come and gaze into his heart, to see the love of the Father made visible, to come and rest in his heart of compassion and mercy, to come and press our broken hearts into the pierced heart of God, that wound to wound, we might find our healing, we find intimacy, we find a God who knows our pain, In the Song of Songs, the bridegroom calls out to the bride, says, come then, my love, my lovely one, come, my dove hiding in the clefts of the rock, in the cliffs, come and show me your face. Let me hear your voice. And St. Francis de Sales and so many other saints interpreted that cleft in the rock as the wound in Christ's side that leads to his pierced heart, that this is where he calls for each of us, his lovely ones, his doves, to come and hide, to come and hide and let him heal us, let him restore us, let him give us rest, not to hide in our own brokenness. We don't find healing there. We find healing in his wounds. When we take our gaze off our own broken hearts and gaze upon his most sacred, compassionate, Eucharistic, and pierced heart, then our hearts are made whole. Our hearts are healed. It is through the cleft in his pierced side that God gazes upon the children of men. And it is also by looking into that pierced heart that human beings come to see and know God. St. Francis de Sales wrote, 
our Lord willed that his side be opened for several reasons. The first is to the end, that one would see the thoughts of his heart, which were thoughts of love and delection for us, his beloved children, his dear creatures, that he had created in his image and likeness, to the end that we would see how much he desires to give graces and blessings to us, to give us his very heart. The second reason is to the end that we would go to him with complete confidence to withdraw ourselves and hide within his side in order to repose in him, seeing that he had opened it to receive us there with unparalleled graciousness and love. If only we give ourselves to him and abandon ourselves entirely and without reserve to his goodness and providence. United with God in and through the pierced heart of Jesus, we are called to a devout life that responds in kind. St. Francis de Sales preached in his sermon on Good Friday, 1622. Now, since God's Son was crucified for us, what remains for us at this hour but to crucify with him our flesh with its passions and desires. For love is repaid with love alone. By rendering our Lord love for love and the praises and blessings we owe him for his death and passion, we will be confessing him as our liberator and savior. By his wounds we are healed and by his wounds we are liberated. We are freed. For freedom, Christ set us free. If he has freed us, then we must not allow ourselves to become enslaved again. We must claim his freedom and live rooted and grounded in that freedom, the freedom of the children of God. Because nothing urges on a man's heart so much as love. And we know that Jesus Christ, true God, eternal and almighty, has loved us even so far as to will to suffer death for us. We can learn to repay our Lord's love with our love by living no more according to human reason and inclinations, but above them according to the inspirations and promptings of the divine Savior of our souls. From St. Francis de Sales Treatise on the Love of God. Take a moment now and look into the pierced heart of Christ. Arouse in yourself a deep gratitude for the unparalleled love shown to you on the cross. Abandon yourself again to God's goodness and mercy 
which flowed from the wounds of his son's crucified body. And be consoled, be comforted by the outpouring of grace from his sacred heart in which you can have complete confidence. Mother Mary, I stand at the foot of the cross with you. And with you, I gaze up at the cleft in my Savior's side. I ask you to lift me up, to place me like a baby bird into a nest, that I might rest there in his most sacred heart. Pray for me, Mother Mary, that I might have the courage to expose my wounded and pierced heart to him. Stay with me, Mama, and help me to press my broken heart into the cracks and crevices, the wounds in his heart, for by his wounds I am healed wound to wound, I will find the intimacy, the consolation, the wholeness and healing that I so desire. But I need your help, Mother. I cannot do it alone, for I am weak and I am tired and my heart aches. Wrap me in your mantle and fold me in your arms. Be my protection and my comfort. Teach me to trust in Jesus and in his most sacred and compassionate heart. Help me to know in the heart of my heart, deep in my very being, that with Jesus, I am safe. His sacred heart is my true home, my safe refuge, my rock. I am my beloved's and my beloved is mine. I have nothing to fear. I belong to Christ. And St. Margaret Mary, we invite you to come and be with us in our prayer. And we take your truth, the truth that Jesus allowed you to experience and to encounter so profoundly, that even the most bitter sufferings are sweet in this adorable heart where everything is changed into love. St. Margaret Mary, pray for us that we might have the strength and the courage and the trust to place all the pain, bitterness, resentment, anger, confusion, anxiety, 
whatever it is that our hearts hold, that we might have the courage and the trust to place them in the heart of Jesus and allow him to transform all of it into love. That we might allow him to make our hearts like unto his. Most sacred heart of Jesus, have mercy on us. Most sacred heart of Jesus, be our place of rest. Most sacred heart of Jesus, transform our hearts into furnaces burning with only love. And St. Francis de Sales, we thank you. We thank you for all your many yeses to God, for your trust in the sacred heart of Jesus, for your beautiful wisdom and teachings. And we ask you to stay with us also and pray for us, that we may come to know the depths of his love for us as you did. That we might see the world as a universe of interconnecting hearts, all beginning and ending, in the sacred and immaculate hearts. Immaculate heart of Mary, pray for us. Amen. For more resources and our consecration to Christ the Bridegroom, visit hopesgarden.com, the sanctuary where the spousal love of Christ the Bridegroom heals hearts, marriages, and families. You may also want to join our community powered by Mighty Networks. Download the Mighty Networks app and find us at Hope's Garden.